Oh, hey guys, <laughs> it's me, me, Casey Campbell. I am so glad you guys are back for another episode of my living room couch. I actually have, so like last week, obviously, I didn't have a lot to talk about. And it was very short. Today's going to be short too, but I actually have shit to talk about today. And I'm kind of stoked because we have a little list to go through. So first off, I hope everyone was having the best week ever. We're about to have Thanksgiving. It's like a short work week. We're stoked. Everybody's stoked. Speaking of work, you guys, I like put out a little question this week. Like, what do you guys want to talk about? Everyone wants to know about my new job. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I do. I have a new job. I know it may seem like I always have new jobs, which might be a red flag, <laughs> but there really is like reasonable explanations for this. So first off, it was so funny. My best friend since like I was 12 years old, she is, well, she was before she's like a full-time stay-at-home mom. She was like an HR manager. She worked for like Nordstrom. She worked for like a cannabis startup called Dosist. So she's like, she ran shit in HR. And every time I have a new job, I'm like, girl, I, I'm just a walking HR nightmare. She like cracks up, but she made a good point. She's like, it's not like I'm just hopping around to like the same level jobs. I'm always like upgrading. It's just whenever I have a new opportunity where like I'm making more money or I have it's a better situation or it's it's just I'm always up leveling and I'm always getting perks out of my jobs. So anywho. Oh, and then the other reason why just to we keep it transparent on this pod, um, working from home and like being self-employed and like that's all great and stuff. But when you struggle with your mental health, I think ha having like a routine and like having something that gets you out of the house is really important. And for me, like having I've discovered having like a nine to five <laughs> or like having something to get to every day is very good for my mental health. It gets me out of bed in the morning. It gets me like productive or here for it. So that's another reason. I even think like if I was ever in a situation, we're going on a tangent, man, I miss this. This right here is making me miss Erin because normally I'd be going on a tangent with her. Cannot wait till this little holiday season is over and we can get back to it's tempting. But um, what was my tangent that I was just going to go on? Oh, my God. Am I totally going to have like an ADHD moment right now? Fuck. I totally think I forgot it. Oh, well, we'll, we'll figure it out if it ever comes back to me. So yeah, work, it's really good for me because it helps me to get out of the house. Um, but yeah, with that said, as some of you guys know, like any jobs that I have had have always been in like management, executive assisting, stuff along those lines. So I am working for a cosmetic surgeon in Beverly Hills doing like all the office stuff, all the patient care coordinating. It's a good time. I'm not going to lie. I have like a salary. I'm in Beverly Hills every day. Um, I have the weekends off. It's like totally nine to five. My parking's taken care of every day. It's great. I'm into it. I get a little Botox here and there, a little lip filler here and there, facials. So it's like a really good job with a salary and it's like paying the bills, but I get a lot of perks out of it at the same time. So we're loving it, you guys. So that's the story about the new job. Sorry about that little brain fart, you guys. It's been a long weekend. 
Um, okay. What else did you guys want to talk about? Vegas. So I had a little girls trip with some of the season four girls and all of you guys, a lot of you that have been following me for a long time are like, oh my God, how was it? Are they nice? Like, what's the deal? Like, da 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 da. Everyone was so fucking nice. I literally cannot say enough nice things about the girls that were on the trip. I was really, really surprised. Um, I don't want to say like I thought they were going to be like mean or anything, but you know, like girls and like on a trip for the first time, it's you never know, you know, and I don't have like the best like experience in history with TI girls. So I was definitely hesitant even them, they admitted to me like they were hesitant too. I think we were all a little bit nervous at first, but no, it was great. Great vibes, great energy, zero drama, zero bullshit. Could not recommend enough. We're like planning a ski trip in, I don't know when yet, I think March. Um, so yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised. Love those girls. Good, good time. So that's Vegas. Um, what else do we want to talk about? You know what? We're going to get a little serious real quick, you guys. So when I started this podcast, I said, um, I said, we're going to try to like stay away from like politics, religion, like all that jazz. But I did say if there's ever anything like really big or really serious happening, I feel like it would be appropriate to at least acknowledge it on this podcast because I just really hold myself to a standard where we keep it real here and relatable and like not fake bullshit. And there's some really big shit happening in the world right now. So to start, I want to say I have not done nearly enough research to like properly speak on this. So we're not going to go into a lot of detail because I don't want to like say anything like I'm still uneducated on this topic and I don't feel like comfortable enough and educated enough to like really dive into this. But what's going on in Iran? Um, Just like prayers to everyone there. I mean, apparently they're like, they have like 15,000 people they're saying they're going to execute for like protesting this whole thing. And it's just really devastating and eye-opening. And I think all of us need to do a little research and educate ourselves on what's going on because this sounds like kind of batshit insane. And I think that we all need to do our part, even if that is putting it on your social media page, like even just in your story, just to like get it out there, like so people can read about it and like do what they will with that information, but at least get the information out there. So yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because I've been seeing it. I have friends that are impacted by it and it just would feel weird to not even acknowledge it on this podcast so yeah you guys inform yourselves talk about it with your friends talk about it with any friends or family that are directly affected by it learn and hopefully we can all I don't know man it's it's a devastating situation so just like legit prayers to that to everyone involved so that's that um god we got real serious real quick and even I even promised I was like I'm not gonna do that shit but it just it felt weird you guys I literally I felt weird not saying anything um okay so so there are some fun things that we're gonna talk about so (laughs) I feel like I'm saying so a lot I'm like nervous I feel like with Aaron I'm not nervous with myself I'm nervous as hell see this is like an anxiety imposter syndrome thing oh well 
we're going to get through it. (laughs) We're going to get through it. So when I put out my little like questions this week, some of you guys wanted to know um, different things. Some of them were like kind of more serious. Some of them were a little funny. And one of the funnier ones, which kind of cracked me up is, can you explain like how it's cold? Like why LA people think it's cold in LA? Like go get a little dose of New York winter, you know, like it's not cold in LA. You guys, it is cold in LA. (laughs) Okay. I've lived here my whole life and I, I don't know maybe if it's because I've lived here my whole life and I'm just like forever tainted with like perfect weather, but I'm cold all the time. You guys, I live in a hoodie. Like if I'm not dolled up or in a bikini, like I'm in a hoodie. I'm in a hoodie and shorts. I'm in a hoodie and leggings. I'm in a hoodie and jeans. Like I am in a hoodie. You guys, it's my uniform. I love it. I'm comfortable. I'm in a hoodie in a hundred degree weather. I'm in a hoodie in 70 degree weather. I'm always in a hoodie. If it dips below 70 (laughs) in LA, shit's cold. Okay, it's it's cold. Like we ain't going to the beach. I ain't down. I ain't down for wind, and I ain't down for the beach. Anything under seventy is crazy. In the winter in Calabasas, mind you, that's like on the very very edge of LA County, like getting into Ventura County. But still, it's still LA County. In the middle of the night, I'm talking like two, three a.m. or even like early in the morning, four or five a.m. In the winter. It's like 41 to 42 degrees. Okay. Like that's fucking cold. Like when I was in high school, I would wake up in the morning and I would have to defrost my car before I would go to school. Okay. Because it was frozen. Like my windshield was frozen. I had no visibility. That's fucking cold. Okay. Like I'm not making this shit up. This is real. So yeah, maybe we're not like in the negatives, but it still gets fucking cold and I'm still a hoodie girl. And that's that. And I just, I'm going to be like that forever. And so, yeah, it's cold in LA. Maybe it's not negative, but it's fucking cold. Like 41, anyone commenting on this, DM me. 41 is cold, like a frozen vehicle before school. That's, that's pretty legit, if I say so myself. Okay, what else are we talking about? What are we talking about? Okay, so I'm going to give some breakup tips because I've been noticing a theme. I've been noticing a theme and it's just like, (sighs) you guys, (laughs) okay, because I've been guilty of this too, okay? Back in the day, like I'm kind of old. I mean, I'm not old. I'm 33, but still I'm I'm older or whatever. I remember MySpace. Like I was like coding. I was like picking like my song to go with like the theme of my life. <laughs> okay. Like I was really into that shit. And then I remember when like Facebook was a thing and then we would like make cryptic statuses. Like if you would break up, you would like change your status from like in relationships. It's complicated. And then the whole like going from it's complicated or just, just to single do you guys remember what it was like being in a relationship with someone on Facebook and then changing that shit to single and how fucking insane that was? Okay, I just had flashbacks to that shit. But anyways, oh, breakup tips. I God, I am ADHD out right now. Holy shit. Okay, so breakup tips. So back in the day when I was on MySpace and Facebook, like I definitely have had, if anyone saw the shit that I 
put as my status on MySpace or Facebook back then, I would be mortified, live under a rock. Okay. Like when I was going through breakups, I was putting all sorts of crazy cryptic shit up. Okay. Like where I was just for a month. Okay. Months and months and months. And it was not cute. It was not a good look. And I've just been noticing that's like a thing lately. And I don't mean like if you're just talking about like funny, like, dating stories in general for like that's your content or like what that's like the kind of content you do on TikTok and stuff because people do that and it's funny that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about when it's like very clear that it's like geared towards one individual and it's like cryptic and but everyone knows who you're talking like you know that that type of vibe okay I've been noticing that and I also have people in my dms all the time where they're they always want like breakup advice. They're like, how did you get over Hugh and my name like so fast? Like, first off, that's kind of a more extreme situation. So that was kind of just like light switch off, done, like kick to the curb, never again. But still, I'm pretty good at breaking up with people. Okay, so we're going to go over breakup tips each week because a lot of you guys really suck at breakups. Okay, because it's really fucking simple. First off, for me, in order for these steps to work, you guys, we're gonna. Well, I'm gonna give you all the tea right now. So, for any of the following steps that we're gonna go over today, we're just gonna do step one. Okay, next week we'll cover another one. But for these steps to work, you really have to be done. Okay, with the guy, the guy, the girl, whoever you're into, whatever you're into, you you gotta really be done. And some people are done quicker than others, okay? Because some people deserve a second chance. Some people in your heart or your gut, you might even think deserves a third chance. But whenever you're done with that person and their amount of chances run out, that's when I am now able to do these steps, okay? So I need to actually really be done with the person. So once I'm really done with the person, whether it was just like a one and done, whether it was a three strikes you're out, whether it was like an on and off situationship for six months, whenever I'm finally at that done point, this is step number one, you guys. And it's quick, okay? Because I go from like on switch, like real into you, like still the, there's hope for us to done and no hope in a millisecond. Once I turn that switch off, I go onto my phone and I immediately, you guys, I don't second guess it, okay? The second I feel the done switch go on, immediately, no second guessing. In my phone, I delete our entire text conversation, okay? Gone. There's zero history. With that, I delete his number, any call history, anything at all. If that phone number is anywhere in my phone, I make sure it's fucking gone. And want to know why I do this? <laughs> Because I don't fucking trust myself, okay? Because I have no fucking self-control. So I need to make it so that there's no way that I can get in touch with him immediately, okay? While I'm feeling strong and while I'm feeling done. And then there's another reason why I do that is because if I'm like out on a Saturday night and I'm feeling myself and I'm looking hot, okay? And I'm out with the girls and like guys are flirting with me and I'm thinking about him while I'm drunk and now I'm in the bathroom and I'm in the bathroom drunk on the toilet and I'm like, mm, feeling myself, doing my little dance. You know what, it, like out, out there is like the base. It's like the bumping, it's bumping. The whole bathroom's bumping and you're on the toilet and you're like dancing yourself and then you're like, oh my God, I'm so hot right now. And then you whip out your phone cause you're gonna drunk text him. But guess what? Guess what, you guys? 
There ain't no text history. There ain't no fucking phone number. There ain't no way for you to be dancing your little naked booty on that toilet in that club with that bass drop in the background. There ain't no way for you to text him. So that's step number one, you guys. If you're really serious and you really want to get over with someone and move on, you are in my DMs asking me how I do it. This is the first step. Without fail, every time I've had to cut the cord with someone, delete the text history. You don't have his number anymore. You can't text him even if your life depended on it. Okay? Everyone hear me? Everyone nodding in their cars and their vehicles. Yes, because I know you're all listening to this on your commute or you're running on the treadmill and all of us are nodding together right now that we get it, that we fully comprehend step one. Okay, that's that's number one in case you have breakup tips. Um, okay, that was great. Also, I want to say, because like I do have some friends that listen to this podcast that are like fully in like happy marriages and have kids and are just really have their shit together and they don't remember what it's like being drunk on a toilet in a club with the bass dropping in the background while they're like fighting the urge fighting for their life to not text this dude and I'm just like (laughs) I apologize for the type of shit that you guys hear on this pod like any any woman that's in that phase of life where you just like have your shit together and have your little family and your kids and like your to-do lists and grocery shopping on Thursday nights. Like you guys have your shit together. I apologize for the type of shit that I'm going to be talking about on this podcast every now and then because I know it's out of pocket. Okay. I know. I know it's, it's time to grow up. I don't know, man. I, maybe not for me, (laughs) you know, maybe, maybe not for me. Okay. So what else did you guys want to talk about? Um, let's stay on topic because my other two things are like, one is about spirituality and then this other one is about this new show I started watching this week. So we're going to keep it on trend right now on brand, if you will, with, um, dating and breakups and stuff. And by the way, this is, we're not going to go too far into this because this is the type of shit we're saving for. It's tempting, obviously, but I feel like it's important with the whole breakup TikTok. God, I can't talk. Breakup um, tip trend. So one reason why I came up with these rules, you guys, and like why it really works, and I'm about to get a little bit vulnerable with you guys. So obviously, you saw how hard that I fought for my ex on the show, (laughs) okay? And yeah, that was embarrassing. We addressed that, and it's tempting. We talk about that. But I used to be the kind of girl, kind of woman that just like didn't know when to give up, like when to just like choose myself. And I would just be in these situationships, these not good situationships where like I wasn't showing that I loved myself, like I wasn't getting love from the guy. It was just toxic, not good. Okay. And I just stuck in these situations that I shouldn't have been in. If I if I loved myself, I wouldn't have been in. The girl that I am today would not be in these situations. But what I'm saying is for a really long time, I always chose the man over me. And now I'm at the point where like I literally I cannot do that anymore because I wasted so much of my life already doing that shit. So I don't know. I just want to like kind of give myself a pat on the back because these rules like came into play because I 
gave myself boundaries. And I think that's also important for anyone listening to this that's trying to really truly like let go of someone and really move on and like choose themselves and love yourself and like be with someone that actually like cherishes you, you know, because anyone that's like ghosting you, anyone that's not answering your texts right away, mind you, people do work and people are busy, but like, you know what I mean? If you're going like a day, two days without hearing from him, like he's just like not in a place. He's either just not that into you or he's not in a place where he can be the guy right now. And you don't have time for that. You know, life's too short. You need to learn how to love yourself and put yourself and put your energy into men that actually want to be with you. And I want to give myself a little pat on the back because these breakup tips came from giving myself a boundary where if I ever feel, this is kind of how I check myself. If I'm ever in a situation with a man where I like, I'm really into him and I feel like I'm giving myself, I'm giving effort. Okay. And I'm making it clear that like, I want to be like more than just hookup buddies, more than just friends, more than whatever. Like I want to date you and he's not giving me that same energy. I'm not just going to like cut him off like one try because nobody's perfect. And like dating relationships is really hard in this generation and feelings are scary and vulnerability is scary. So it's like I'm going to give people a shot. So it's like I'll give you a chance maybe even two chances. Okay. And with my history, I feel like that's even really generous. But if you fuck up that third time, I've made a boundary for myself where it's just like, nope, I absolutely have to like remove myself from the situation. I have zero time to waste. Like I absolutely cannot get in any sort of situation that is even remotely close to what I dealt with for the last decade, you know? So if anything at all feels that way where I'm giving more than I'm getting and it doesn't feel like I'm being respected or like not even loved because like I don't think you like fall in love that quick. But if their intentions aren't clear that like I'm a priority and like they are all about me, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. You get one shot, two shots. You don't get a third shot. Third shot out done and then the breakup rules come into play and I think that will be really helpful to a lot of you guys that are struggling with cutting the cord with these guys these girls that you guys are trying to get over because the amount of dms I get how did you get over him so fast there's a there's reasons and there's ways you just have to listen okay and it's tough and it's hard but you guys got this and those are my tips for today so now we're going to dive into spirituality We're just getting through the list. You guys, look at us. We might even have like a 30-minute episode. I'm sorry if this was all over the place. I'm I'm a little embarrassed. I ain't even going to lie. I feel like I need to prepare for these a little bit more. With Aaron, it's just like on the fly. Like there's no script. I can have someone to like – play off of joke with you know this is like I need I need more notes I need more organization (laughs) so I apologize hopefully next week will be a little bit better okay spirituality so someone asked me about this and I'm not even really sure what they wanted to know they literally just wrote spirituality exclamation point so I guess what I'll say about that is I think it's kind of obvious from like my Instagram and stuff I wouldn't say I'm an astrology girl because I'm not okay. Like I'm not like meeting guys and then immediately like, what's your birthday? Like, where were you born? Like, no. Okay. And like, I'm not the kind of girl, like if I find out like you're a 
what sign haven't I dated? I've never dated a Scorpio. If I find out like you're a Scorpio, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I can't date you. Like, no, like I'm not making decisions based on your zodiac signs. I'm not asking your birth date. I'm not like that. But it does interest me because I do, I feel like it's way too much big coincidence, like how similar. Like, for example, when I look up like Libra sun traits or Capricorn moon traits or Scorpio Venus traits, like those are different signs that I have. They're like eerily, eerily similar to who I am, you know, and then I'll look up other ones that I'm not and like they have nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? So stuff like that, I'm like, that's kind of fascinating. It's like, that's interesting. And like, even with like what's happening in your life and like, I don't know, man, it's, it's definitely interesting. It's, it's it's fun to like dive into. But as for spirituality, one thing that I'm really like diving into, because growing up, I definitely, I was a little bit open about this on um, TI and I was a little bit open about it on It's Tempting, but I grew up in like a very religious environment. Um, Like, I mean, like Bible studies on Wednesday, private school, Sunday school on Sundays, like like lots of church. Okay. Like always in the church, always around church people, like lots, like church choir, like always in a church environment. And now that I'm older, I'm definitely not like that at all. I'm much more spiritual than religious. And I guess all I really want to say about that today is I'm just really big on what you put out into the universe. Like you get back. Like I really, I've done a lot of research and I truly believe like you create your own reality, like with your mind and your energy and energy is everything. Like I could go on in this for like forever, but I truly believe it. Like just to give you an idea, like this is what I'm talking about. I'll be like, I'll be like going through like a depressive episode. Okay. And I'll be like in my bed for a few days, like not looking hot, not looking good. I'm having negative thoughts. I'm like spiraling. I'm like, it's not, it's not looking good for me for those like 48, 72 hours. Okay. Everything's falling apart and it's just, I'm a hot mess. But then I like pull myself together, get out of bed, get in the shower, do my hair, do my makeup. I'm playing music. I'm dancing in my bathroom. Okay. I'm thinking positive thoughts. Now I'm posting hot little things on my Insta story and then people start responding. And then the next day I have an email for like a new collab and I'm making like $600 that I wasn't making yesterday. And then everything is spiraling all because I got out of bed and I put different energy and different thoughts and I put action into those energy and thoughts. I think that's the biggest thing about manifestation. Like you can't just like sit in your bed and just be like, I want to be a millionaire and just sit in bed for like eternity. And like, that's how manifestation works. No, you need to put like positive energy and positive thoughts into the universe, but you also need to like take action as well. And then if you continue to stay on that path, things will fall together and you'll create your dream life. At least that's what I believe in. And I believe in angel numbers. I have the number 11 tattooed on me. Um, Yeah, you guys, I'm really big on it. I believe in signs. Like here, I'll tell you a really crazy story. So someone actually juicy from season four, me and Alexa, also from season four, the three of us shared a room in Vegas and me and Alexa are like really big on manifestation, manifestation. So we were talking to Juicy about it and like explaining like how it works and blah, 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 blah. 
and she was having a hard time understanding it. And one thing that I said was when I first started getting into spirituality, like I had a hard time believing it as well. Like I was very skeptical. So what I would do is I would ask like the universe, God, whatever it is, very specific signs. Like I want to see very specific signs to show that like I'm on the right track in life, that this is like manifestation is real. Like all of this, like my gut and my energy, like all am in my intuition, all of it's real. I'm on the right track. I'm on the right path in life. Like I want a very specific sign to show that to me. So I chose the sign. I wanted to see three monarch butterflies. Okay. And they had to be together at like the same time. Um, and that was it. Three monarch butterflies, not one, not two, not four, three. Okay. And I asked that. And later, I think it was, oh, and you, I gave myself a time limit because that's what I like to do. I'll be like, I want to see three monarch butterflies in before the weekend's over. I forget what it was. It was something, it was like within the next day or like before the weekend's over or whatever. At the time I was managing a salon in Santa Monica and um, I went into work and one of our owners, she was more of like a advisor, I guess. So she was never really there. It was rare that she was there. Okay. So I didn't see her in a while and she was randomly there like a day or two after I asked for the sign. And she was on the East coast the weekend before for her mom's funeral. So she wanted to show me pictures of like her family members and like the event and whatnot. I know it sounds a little weird. She wants to show me pictures of her mom's funeral, but you know what I mean? So we're sitting at the desk, haven't seen her. Honestly, I think it was like two months at that point. So we're sitting at the desk. She's scrolling on her iPhone photos from this event and photos of her family. And she's scrolling through. It's like people sitting at the table. It's people like sitting in a garden, talking in a circle. She's just scrolling, scrolling. And then all of a sudden she scrolls and it's a picture of one monarch butterfly. And she's like, oh my gosh, yeah. And then there was these random butterflies there. And then she scrolls and it's a second picture of a monarch butterfly. And you guys, my heart was like racing. She scrolled one more time and it was a third monarch butterfly in a row. And then I was just like, oh my God, if she scrolls again and there's the fourth one, then it's not my sign. And then she scrolled and it was back to the family photos. Three monarch butterflies in a freaking row on her phone, randomly in the bunch of a bunch of family photos. And I hadn't seen her in months. Okay. So yeah, the, I was like, yeah, that's death. Like it was so clear that that was my sign. I may sound like a nut job, but I believe in this shit. And that's a little bit about spirituality. Oh my God, we're over 30 minutes. Wow. I just dove into that. Okay. So that's my little dose of spirituality today. Spirituality 101. <laughs> okay. So last thing on the agenda. Um, so I started a new show on Netflix, which side note, there are a few good shows coming out. Wednesday is coming out on haha, wink, wink Wednesday. I mean, could they, if they would have had like Wednesday come out on a Monday, (laughs) that would have been nuts. Okay. So thank God they actually like followed that. So that I'm actually really excited for. I think it's going to be really, really good. I'm stoked for that. But in the meantime, I started, it's currently number one on Netflix, 1899. Number one, first thought, that's a scary as fuck date. Okay. Like I really, I've never thought about that year in my life before, but after seeing it, I'm like, something about that is just not right. Okay. So that's my first issue with it. Number two, it's definitely like 
scary. Okay. I'm only on episode two now, but like it has me on the edge of, edge of my seat. I wouldn't say scary. That's the wrong word. But I mean, it's not like lighthearted. It's not like we're skipping through the woods, like watching Disney flicks and like there's, you know what I mean? No, it's definitely dark. There's definitely some shit going down. A thousand people disappeared off this ship. I mean, it has dark vibes, dark energy, if if I will. And I don't normally watch shows like this, okay? Like, I don't like scary stuff at all whatsoever. There's three reasons that I would watch scary anything. One, it's with a dude and I'm really fucking into the dude, like really into the guy. So I'm not going to like argue over what we're going to watch. I'm just happy to be there. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, um, if it has a good enough plot, if it has a good enough storyline, like character development, if I'm like sucked in and I need to know what's going to happen, I don't give a fuck if it's scary because I just need answers. So that's number two. Number three, if I'm at my family's house, my dad is really big on scary stuff. Okay. He loves scary movies. He loves horror. He loves, he loves haunted houses. He, he loves this shit. So if I'm over at my parents' house and like one thing leads to the next and like he wants to watch a scary movie with like me and my mom and like it's a bonding moment, we'll all, I'll give in then too. Okay. Other than that, I don't really watch scary stuff, but this caught my eye because number one, it was number one on Netflix. And I don't know, something about like a boat disappearing in 1899 and it seems dark. Like I just, it caught my curiosity. Okay. The name of it, the year, scary as hell. Number two, I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen that movie, Ghost Ship. I have PTSD from that movie. Okay. I watched it on Halloween in like eighth grade. Okay. (laughs) I was like 14 or 13 years old at a friend's house in Calabasas, this big ass mansion. Okay. Watching this movie. And then I had to sleep in this guest room alone as fuck in the dark. Not a normal sleepover. Scary as fuck alone one after this scary ass movie. And if... If any of you guys have not seen this movie, I shit you not. And I'm not exaggerating. Anyone that has seen this movie is going to laugh right now because I'm not exaggerating. The movie starts and it's like giving Titanic vibes. Okay. It's like, oh, like luxury and like beautiful ship. And like, it's great. 16 seconds in, everybody gets cut in half. Everyone. I'm not shitting you. Everyone on the dance floor in the boat gets cut in half. 16 seconds in. Shit's crazy. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Literally have PTSD from it. So yeah, this show was giving is it's giving me that vibe and I don't like that either. The other thing I don't like, I just talked about how like in spirituality I really like the number 11. Any any variants of it, okay? 11 11 111 just 11. Like I love anything having to do with the number 1 and 11. <sighs> this show, there's lots of like for example, the By the way, if you guys don't want any spoilers, stop listening right now because I'm going to be saying different things that are spoilers. I don't like how the room that she's staying in is like 1011. I'm like, it's going to fuck up my favorite number for me if this is some scary ass weird shit. So that's concerning. What else? I don't like the flashbacks that she's having. Insane asylum vibes. I'm not into it. That shit's scary as hell. She literally has marks on her wrist from being restrained. Like, and she was like dragged down the hallway in that crazy looking robe by her like dad's men. Like, I don't know. 
everything about it scaring the shit out of me. Okay. I'm just scared shitless. And then right when I'm starting to be like, okay, like shit's okay. Shit's okay. Boom. In the episode Prometheus, that's the missing boat. They get a random message that they think it's, it's from this boat that went missing four months ago. Okay. So there's a boat that we're on right now in current time. And then there's a boat that went missing four months ago and blah, blah, blah. How do I make this easier? I just suddenly realized how hard it is to recap this shit with no notes. Anyways, um, so yeah, so the new boat, fuck, what is the new boat's name? This is the worst recap in history. Oh my God, Aaron is going to make so much fun of me right now. Whatever, we're just going to call it new boat, okay? So the new boat, they get a signal from a random boat basically in the area where this Prometheus boat went down. Okay. So they're like, we're going to turn around and go save this boat. Clearly, clearly the captain, he's up to something. Okay. Cause he keeps like looking at this family photo that's on his desk. And then he's like, he's very determined to go to this Prometheus boat, even though everyone on the boat is like on the new boat is like, dude, why are we turning around? We paid a shit ton of money to just go from like point A to point B. We didn't pay to go turn around in this sketchy ass ghost ship in God knows where. Okay. And this captain is like, fuck all y'all, y'all shut up. I'm the captain. We're going to this weird ass ghost ship boat. So he's up to something. Okay. He knows something he's up to no good. Okay. So anyways, he gets a few of his men and this one girl who's clearly connected to Prometheus as well, because I think her dad did some shady, sketchy shit in Prometheus. Okay. So they get off the new boat. They go on to Prometheus. Shit. Okay. It, yeah, it was abandoned four months ago. Uh, uh, 400 years, maybe. It does not look like it's just been four months. It's, there's not a soul in sight. Again, ghost shit vibes. I'm getting flashbacks to that movie this whole entire time. There ain't a soul in sight, you guys. There's like leaves growing all over the, I mean, it looks like <laughs> honestly 400 years might be kind okay it's been evacuated and overgrown and i way more than four years okay clearly so then they're searching through there's this weird little beetle okay that's like going around he'll come into play later um so there's a weird little beetle the chick that's clearly involved with both ships the way the captain's clearly involved with both ships she starts kind of chasing the beetle um, by the way, while she's chasing the beetle, the captain finds a ribbon on the ground and the ribbon is clearly either his wife's or his daughter's and they apparently died in a fire. <laughs> That's super random. <laughs> That's nothing. I'm cracking up. This is, this is a crazy ass recap. And you guys, yes, I'm sober because I know people are going to be like, oh my God, is she high? Is she drunk? No, this is me. This is regular old me. Okay. Just telling you a story. Um, where was I? So yeah, the captain found a ribbon. His family appears to have died in some sort of like crazy fire because he has flashbacks about it. But I call bullshit. It has something to do with this boat because why the fuck else is he here? Why the fuck did he just find one of his kin's ribbons on the boat? Okay, so back to the chick. She's chasing the beetle. Everyone else sees her chasing the beetle and they're like, okay, we're going to follow her chasing the beetle. So they're all with their lanterns, like going down this dark ass fucking room, which I would I would not step a foot on this boat, let alone go in this dark ass room. So then the beetle stops and 
it's in front of this cupboard and this cupboard is locked from the outside and all of a sudden something bangs inside of there. They're all scared shitless as they should be. Of course, the chick is like, oh, let's open it. They open it up. There's this creepy little boy in there. Okay, I'm talking creepy. And he's just staring at him. And then we forget about the beetle, but clearly the beetle went to this little kid. Okay, let's just put a little check mark, make a little note of that for later. So <laughs> anyways, they're just like, okay, this is normal. We're going to take this kid onto the new boat, which seems like a horrific idea considering he's the only live soul on Prometheus and he's creepy as hell. He's not saying a word. Why the fuck would we bring him to safety? Like, absolutely not. We need him to be interviewed extensively by the government first, okay? I don't know why nobody's thinking with their with their noggins, but anyways, of course, they bring him onto the boat. While they're bringing him onto the boat, some other random ass dude just like comes out of nowhere, comes out of the ocean out of nowhere which you assume he came from Prometheus, okay, unseen, but he just rises out of the ocean, climbs onto the new boat, and now he's just, like, being sketchy as hell on the new boat, okay, he's looking into room 1011, because that's, like, has a lot of meaning, apparently, these are all things we're taking note of, and then he has a creepy little beetle, okay, remember how I said that girl was following a beetle on Prometheus, (laughs) no, dude, this fucking weird dude that came out of nowhere, crawled out of the ocean, he's following this little beetle and then this little beetle it's unlocking doors okay so it it has a purpose and it it's getting him into anywhere on this boat and that's everything that happened in episode one so as you can see i'm really into it (laughs) and i have a feeling you guys are going to be watching it too one side note that i will say because this will bother you like for me it doesn't bother me watching like films with subtitles or films that are films in other languages and then they like dub English over it like that doesn't bother me but this show the reason why it's like so groundbreaking apparently is because (laughs) that wasn't supposed to be sarcastic it really is apparently like groundbreaking is because every single actor and actress like wherever they're from they're speaking their native language. So everybody is acting in their own language. So then like they had to dub the show so that everyone could like, so you could watch it if that makes sense at all. Once you watch it, you'll understand what I mean. But yeah, basically the whole thing is filmed where every actor and actress is speaking their own home native language. So they dubbed the whole thing to English so we could all watch it. So that's it for today, you guys. I recapped 1899, one hell of a show. I'm freaked out. Can't really watch it right before bed, but I'm into it, and I got to know what's happening. The little boy is a problem, and I know it. Um, Spirituality. Manifest your whole life. Manifest your dreams come true. I believe it's possible, and you should too. What else? Breakup tips. Delete the whole freaking text thread do it now. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that's like kind of extreme. I don't think I should do it. Do it. Want to know why you guys, this is why, because life is too fucking short. Okay. If he was the one, okay, let's just like, let's play out a scenario really quick. If he was the one, okay. And he's fucking up though. He's the one and he's fucking up. He ain't treating you right. Okay. He's kind of going ghost mode. He's and this is by the way this is the exception to the rule. Okay, this the the scenario I'm about to play out for you all is like the 1%. Okay, this shit doesn't happen. 
most of the time, if he's like ghosting you, not answering, just acting like a piece of shit fuck boy, he's a piece of shit fuck boy. Okay. And that doesn't necessarily mean he's a bad guy. Maybe one day he's going to grow up and he's going to be an incredible husband and father. But right now, this moment in time, November 2022, he's a piece of shit fuck boy. Unless he's the exception of the rule. And this is the exception of the rule. And guess what? You're still going to treat him like he's a piece of shit fuck boy because that's what's going to get you to the final outcome. Okay. Are you ready for the scenario? The 1%? He's acting like a piece of shit fuck boy. Okay. He's ghost moding. He ain't responding to your shit. There's all sorts of girls. You look at his following and it's just bitches. Okay. We love women, women empowerment, but it's just like Insta girls. Okay. From every walk of life. Okay. You're, you realize you're on a roster and you're like, fuck this. And you, you, my friends, you go ghost mode. Okay. Because fuck that dude. You are the baddest of the bad. And the fact this dude fumbled you as hard as he did, it needs to be known that he fumbled as hard as he did. So you're going to go ghost mode. You're not going to unfollow. You're going to mute all posts, all stories. Okay. All of them. So you don't see shit. His posts, you don't see it, but guess what? You're still following him. So he, you know, you know, you're not going to block. You're not going to unfollow unless he's like toxic, unless he's like a, you know, unless it's necessary, like he who must not be named blocked and everything. Most people that's not necessary. So use your judgment wisely. Anyways, you're going ghost mode. You are not texting this dude. No, 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 no. You don't exist in his life, in his world. Okay. Your energy is so fucking removed out of the situation. And guess what? If he's the one, because that's what I hear from everyone. They're like, but how, like, what if he's the one? And like, he thinks I'm not interested. Girly, girly pop. If he's the one, nothing in this world and this universe is going to stop you two from being together period. If he's the one, one day he's going to wake up and be like, what in the actual fuck am I doing? I just fumbled the baddest of the bad, the queen. Okay. The chick that just changed the game for me, like my best friend, the person I feel comfortable and safe with, like that I just want to be partners and life partners and lovers and like they just they'll do anything and everything to get you back okay and like to actually earn you and like show you that like they're it for you and you're it for them and if they don't do that they ain't the one and the one is still out there so we ain't wasting time you know breakup tip in it go through the breakup tips so that's where we're at for today you guys if they're the one Still cut them off if they're not acting right and only let them back when they start acting right, period, end story. And that's the 1%, you guys. That shit is rare. Most of the time they just suck and you'll never hear from them again. And then you're going to meet like one hottie and you're going to be like dating and you're going to soft launch this hottie on Instagram. And then that dude that you were all upset about like six months ago, a year ago, he's going to be now sliding in your DMs because he sees that you're with another dude and you're going to be over him by then. So you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome okay you guys this was fun happy monday sorry this was like a little manic this was a little weird i just i don't do well without a host you know 
that recap is, I have a feeling I'm going to laugh my ass off later because, whoa, that shit was like, there should be like a study on ADHD. They should listen to my episode one recap of 1899. Um, Okay, you guys, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy time with your friends, your family. If you're doing it solo or with like your dog or your cat, that's so sick too. (laughs) Like for real, man. I love that shit. I love just being alone with my dog and I'm not even joking. So no matter how you're spending it, have the best time. I love you all. Thank you so much for all the support. Um, Again, these episodes go up on Mondays and it's tempting is coming back after the holiday season. And I think that's it. So go like, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review. Leave a review. Um, I will be so thankful. And I will see you guys next Monday. Have the best holiday. Stay safe. And that's it, you guys. (laughs) That's all I got for you. Love you all. Bye. Bye.